The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masichet Sota has been dedicated by our good friends and Talmud, Mr. Haimi and Dina Dana, for the success of their children and especially the Fuashirema Moshe Ben Dina. Today's daf is being studied in honor of the rabbi of Decha. Dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. David Meyer, Hashem Yishvinem V'chayim. Thank you. Today's daf is being studied. The Elul Neshmat Morzekeni Rabbi Yosef Ben Sarav Avraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihem Begin Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. The Elul Neshmat Moriv Rabbi V'Ateret Roshi Hakam Baruch Rafael Ben Miriam. That is your site is today. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Begin Eden. Amen. Begin today's in the Fuashir Imam, Moshe bin Dina, Sarah Ruhamma, Batrahel, Mustarab Batrahel, Elna Referelahim, Fatanefesh, Ufatagu, for Atam Kurubala Bavikini, Rasuvan Omar, Amen. Begin today's daf on the Vdalid Amud Bet, and we begin one, two, three, four, five, six, six lines from the bottom, starting with the uh, first words on the line. The Gemara is quoting a Pasuk. In uh, Mishle, the uh, beginning of the pasuk says, "Toavat Hashem Kol Gevalev." Was talking about the abomination of people that are arrogant. The end of the pasuk says, "La Yad Liyad Lo Yinake." Literally means hand to hand, Lo Yinake. We will not be clean. So the Gemara says, "Amar Rav." And right away we have a textual change here from the Hagot Bach. And she has the same text changed as well. Kol sheyesh bo gasuta ruach. Anybody that has gasuta ruach, that's uh, arrogance. Afilu iknau la kadosh baruchu shamayim va'aris kavram abinu. Even if he's on the level of Avram abinu, that was makne, that um, uh, brought the domination of God in the Shamaim and the Aris. That was Avram Avinu's forte. He publicized to the whole world that there's a God in the Shamaim, there's a God in the Aris. Like Avram Avinu said, Harimoti Yadi El Hashem El Alyon. Avram says, I raise my hands to the exalted God, Kone Shamaim Va'aris. Right? The one that owns the Shamaim and the Aris. Lo Yinake Medinashil Gehinam. Still, it's not going to be saved from the punishment of Gehinam, which means Yad liyad. Even if a person is like Avram Abinu, that's Yad liyad that raised his hands and said that God is the Konesh Shamayim Ba'aris, Lo Yinake. He's not going to be uh, exempt from Gehinam if he is a Ge'eh, if he has Gasruah, if he has Ge'avah. So the Yad Liyad in the Pasuk is a reference to Avram Abinu that said, Harimoti Yadi, I raise my hands. And even if he's like Avram Abinu that says, Harimoti Yadi, if he has Ga'ava, Lo Yinake, he's not going to be exempt from Gainam. Look at the uh, Rashi. 
כל שיש בו גסות הרוח אפילו הקנאו ולא גרסינן כל הבעל אשת איש. אוקיי, זה אל גרסה הוא אז כל הבעל אשת איש, תשאיר את נמדת גרסה. זה לא משתאה כלל אלא בגסי הרוח. זה פסוק סטורגים על ארגן פיפול. הקנאו לקדוש ברוך הוא השליטו בשבחו. אברהם ברוט דומיניישן to praising God and publicizing it על הכל. כאברהם שקרא הוא קונה שמיים וארץ. והיינו יד ליד. אפילו דומה לאברהם שאמר על אמותי ידי. גוד. קאז גמרן סייז, קאשה להוא. That a question, the דבר רבי שלה, the ישיבה רבי שלה. היד ליד לא ינקה ידי מבעלה. If you were comparing it to אברהם אבינו, the פסוק should say ידי. Because that was אברהם אבינו's language. על אמותי ידי. The Yad Liyad doesn't fit with that derasha. So, Ela Amri Deber Rabbi Shela, Afilu Kibel Torah, Kemoshe Rabbeinu. Even if a person's on the level of Moshe Rabbeinu that received the Torah, Dekhtiv Be, Mimino Eshdat Lamo, which means in his right, in God's right, Mimino Eshdat, he gave a fiery law, and he gave it to who? He gave it to Moshe. So Yad Li Yad, right? Even if a person is on the level of the Yad of Moshe, that received the Torah, but he has Ga'ava, Lo Yenakeh Medina Shel Gehinam. He's not going to be free from the punishment of Gehinam. So the Gemara says, Kashya Lele Rabbi Yohanan. He doesn't like the Derasha either, why? Hai Yad Li Yad, Yad Mi Yad Mev'ele. It's referring to the one that received the Torah, the language of the Pasuk should be Yad Miyad. Because Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah from, from Borei Olam. It's not Yad Li, it's not hand to hand. It should say hand from a hand. So therefore it is Zoresh differently. Ela Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Afilu Oseh Sedaqah Baseter. Even if a person is on a high level that he does Sedaqah, in private, which means he does Siddhaqah Basetir. And we know that the mitzvah of giving Siddhaqah Basetir is a very great mitzvah. When you give Siddhaqah privately, without anybody knowing, Dikhtiv. Matan Basetir Yichve'af. The person that gives a gift Basetir, Yichve'af, is able to subjugate the anger of God. That's how great it is. And still, Lo Yinakeh Medina Shul Gehinam. He's not going to be saved from the punishment of Gehinam if he has Gasruah, which means... Yad liyad. Even if he's a person of a yad liyad that gives tzedakah that is given from one hand to another hand. And he does it in a, a modest way, which is even on a higher level. If he's a gasruah, he's still going to be punished in gainam. Which means, don't think that, uh, uh, that God's anger that's subsided by giving tzedakah is going to take away the gainam. Even though... The anger is subsided. Usually when a person gives Siddhaqah Vaseter, the Gehinam is still going to catch up to this fellow that has Gasuta Ruah. She says, Eno mechaper al Gasuta Ruah. The Gebarah's next question. Azhara legaseha Ruah minayin. The warning. Where is the warning pasuk to Gaseha Ruah? You need a warning to be punished. The Maharsha over here has an interesting interpretation of what this Gibbara's question, what do you mean, azhara? Azhara for what? So let's read the Maharsha inside, the way uh, he explained the, uh, the question. Maharsha reads like this, azhara ligasya ruach, and the Gibbara quotes a pasuk. Let's read the pasuk first. Gibbara says, Amar Rava, Amar Zi'iri, 
שמעו והאזינו, אל תגבהו, או אל תגבהו. פסוק זה אומר, don't be גבוה, don't be arrogant. So you got a פסוק over there in, uh, in ירמיה. רב נחמן בר יצחק אמר מהאחר, רב נחמן brings another source. ורם לבביך, if a person's heart's going to be high, ושכחת, it's going to lead you to come to forget God. וכתיב, and we have another פסוק that says, ושמר לך, warning you, בן תשכח את השם אלוהיך. And we know anytime the Torah says the word, השמר, השמר is a negative commandment. וכתרבי אבין אמר בילעי, דאמר רבי אבין אמר בילעי, כל מקום שנאמר השמר, בן ועל, Anytime it says the language in the Torah, either Hishamir or the word pen or al, en o ela belot It means it's a negative commandment. So therefore it says, veram lebabecha. First is going to become arrogant. What's going to happen? Veshachachatat can lead you to forget God. And we know there's a negative commandment that you're not allowed to forget God. How do you know it? Because it says, Hishamir pen tushkah etashem alwecha. So therefore the, the sin of arrogance really is connected to the sin of forgetting God. Since we have an issue to forget God, so then Gaava leads to that, like the pasuk says, "Veram v'shachachtav." So that's the warning pasuk. Comes the Maharshavi and says, "What do you mean a warning for what? In le'anyan isura, if it means a warning, how do you know Gaava's asud? Meforash bekama mikraot. We have many pasukim that show us that the Gaava is a negative thing. Ve'im le'anyan malkut ka'amar. That if it's coming to give me the law that what if a person has Gaava?" He's going to get malkut. Now we know you can't give a punishment unless there's a warning. You can't learn from a pasuk in Yirmiyah to get malkut. If you want to get malkut on such a thing, it's got to have a source from the Torah. So I got the pasuk of Malakot from Yirmiyah. The Efshar, the Kai Adelayil. It's going back to what we just said. The Onchin Oto Bedin Gehinam. We just said that what the Gehe ends up in Gehinam. Gehinam is a punishment. You can't even get a punishment in Shamayim, a Gainam item, unless there is a, a warning. And that warning already can come from Yirmiyah, can come from the Navi. So the Azhara, the Gaser, what means? Where's the warning that there's going to be a Gainam? Gainam, you told me already. What's the warning, Pasuk? So it's these Pasukim. Comes the Gemara and continues. Darash Rav Avira. Avira was Doresh. Zimnin Amar La Mishemed Rav Aser. Sometimes he said this following Hadush the name of Rav Aser. Zimnin Amar La Mishemed Rav Ame. Kol Adam Shiyesh Bo Gasutarua. Anybody that has Gasutarua arrogance, Lesof Mitma'et. At the end he becomes lower. That she says, Mahashivuto, he loses his stature. Shne Emar, like the Pasuk says, Romu Me'at. Meaning, Romu, those that are Rom, those that are high, what ends up happening to them? Me'at. They end up going down. Maybe you'll say, All right, they might go down, but at least they're still in the world. Meaning, that's it. They're gone. God takes them out of the world. Vim Hozerbo. But let's say he makes Teshubah. There's always Teshubah for uh, any sin. So the Gemara says, Ne'esaf bizmano ke'avraham abinu. Then already he'll uh, die in his right time. Meaning he'll live his full life like Avraham abinu. Shnei Emar. Because the end of the Pasuk says, 
vehumehu bakol yekafesunu. What does that mean? Vehumahu, meaning namoch, if they become low, meaning they make teshuvah, they lower themselves again, meaning they become humble. Kechol yekfasun, like the one that was written on him, kechol. Avraham Abinu was written on him, like it says, Avraham, Zakem, Baba, Yamin, Vashem, Berach, Avraham, Bakol. Yekfasun, he will be taken away, meaning he'll be taken away, like Avraham Abinu that was written the word, Bakol, if he lowers himself again. Kavraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, actually be like all the Avot. Because all by the Avot it says, Kol. Dikhtiv behu, Bakol, Mikol, Kol. That by each one of the Avot, by Avraham Abinu it says, Bakol. By Yitzhak Abinu it says, Vaokhal, Mikol. And by Yaakov Abinu it says, Vichi, Yeshli, Kol. So each one it says these words. So the Pasuk says, Kechol, Yikpesun. The guy will die like the ones that is written by them, but come in the live a full life if he makes teshubah. He'll die a good death. Kabbalah continues. The end of the pasuk said over there, Uchrosh shibolet yimalu, and like the head of a shibolet, the head of a stalk yimalu, they will be like cut. This is talking about again the ge'eh. My uchros shibolet. What does it mean, like the head of a shibolet, the head of a, you know, a wheat stalk? Ravunav the Rav Chazda. Had Amar ki sasa de shibolta. Sasa de shibolta again is like the uh, the top of the shibolet. She says gobhosh shel shibolet shikrim zekala shibolet. That's like the literally the, the the tail or the beard of the shibolet, like the top part of the stalk. It seems the top part is very soft. I guess the wind comes and it it falls off, it blows it off very easily. That's the same thing like the ge'e. The ge'e gets uh, cut down. And some say, oh, like the stalk itself. So the Gemara says, According to opinion, it says, it's the top of the shibolet, the soft part that falls off by itself. That's the ge'e. That's his end. That's what the Pasuk refers to it as the, the Rosh of the Shibolet. That's why it's called the, uh, the head of it. But according to the opinion, it says, no, that the Ge'e is like the Shibolet itself. Why is it called the Rosh? Should you say, Shibolet? Why is the Pasuk referred to the Ge'e as Rosh Shibolet? If it's referring to the stalk itself. So, mashal, when a person goes into his field to cut the stalks, which ones does he cut first? The tall ones, the rosh, the ones that are high, those are the ones he sees, those are the ones that he cuts. So the Gebarah calls it rosh shibole, the tall shibole, the same thing with the ge'eh. When God comes down to look into the world, the ones that are higher than the others, he levels everybody out. So those guys get cut first. Now the Gemarah quotes a Pasuk. The Pasuk is in Yeshaya. I'm going to read you the whole Pasuk. Kicho Amar. Ram v'nisa shochen ad v'kadosh shemo marom v'kadosh. This is the exalted God that's all the way in the highest places. He says, Eshko, that's where he rests. Ve'et daka ushfal ruach. And the daka or with the daka, daka is somebody that's low, 
Ushfal Ruach, somebody that is like as a humble spirit. So God is talking about the God that is exalted and all that, in the highest levels, Ve'et, and with the humble and low-spirited person. So the Yomara says, what is the Ve'et coming? Ve'et Daka Ushfal Ruach. Ravuna V'Rechazdam. Had Amar Iti Daka. It means over here, with. God says, the humble person is with me. Ve'et daka. I mean, God says, I am on a high level. God lifts the humble person next to him. Meaning in the Shamayim, God brings him all the way up, close to him. Ve'had amar, ani et daka. And some say the opposite. Ani et daka. God says, I go down and rest my shekhinah with the daka. So if it's a makhluket, it's God. Elevate him all the way to him, or does God come down to him? It makes sense that a Kaddosh Baruch Hu comes down to this world and rests his Shekhinah on the humble person. How do you know? When God was giving the Torah, He left all the different high mountains and all the different Giva'ot, um, the different hills. And he went and he put his Shekhinah on where? On the modest mountain called Har Sinai. So you see what? God comes down to rest his Shekhinah on the humble things. Har Sinai Lemala. Right? God didn't take Har Sinai and bring it to him. Right? God went down to put the Shekhinah on Har Sinai. So you see, God comes down to the humble people. Amar of Yosef, Le'olam Yilmad Adam Mida'at Kono. Which means a person should always learn from his creator. God left all the different mountains. Instead, he gave his Torah on Har Sinai. You have to learn that. God loves the humble people. God loves the, the modest, the inconspicuous. God loves the things that are not, uh, you know, uh, too uh, hoary. You have to learn from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That, that's what he loves. And therefore, you have to emulate God. Like the Pasuk says, You have to follow God's ways. So now we see, just like God loves humility, God loves things that are modest, like Har Sinai. The Gebara says in another place, there was other mountains that were in the, uh, the running. You had uh, the mountains of Tavor, and you had uh, the mountains of Hermon. These were tall, majestic mountains. But Allah picked a, a, a generic mountain that nobody ever heard about. Har Sinai. To show you again, God loves the things that are uh, low. Uh, somebody, uh, one of the Ba'le Musar, over here says a question. Uh, if God loves things that are low, so why did he give it on a mountain at all? Give it in the valley. Go to a place that's, uh, that's even lower than uh, Har Sinai. I mean, if you're already giving a lesson on, on humility. And so from here they learn that a person, as humble as he is, he has to have a little esteem in himself, self-esteem, to understand his worth. Which means there's different types of humility. A humility that crushes a person, that a person thinks he's a zero and he's a nothing and he's worthless. So that's not, that, that's not a good humility. That's humility that disables a person. That's a humility that paralyzes a person or puts a person in a, in a depression. A person has to know he has an neshama in him. He has to know that he's special, that he's a Kadosh Baruch Hu's child, that God endowed him with certain talents, and certain gifts, and certain kohot. Once already a person recognizes the thought he has a self-worth, he has some goodness in him, then already humility comes at that point to say, it's a gift from God, 
It can be taken away, God forbid, at any moment, and therefore I have to channel it and use my gifts to fulfill my potential. And the humble man always says, maybe I didn't do enough. Maybe I'm not serving God with my gifts uh, as much as I can. If he's a rich man, maybe I'm not giving tzedakah. If he has a good mind, maybe I'm not learning Torah enough, and so on and so forth. And therefore, the Torah is coming along saying like this. At the same time, a person has to be not only like the Sinai Desert, which is flat. A person also has to be a hard. A person has to also be, have a little uh, mountain. You have to have a little, uh, a little not gava, but a little understanding of the person's worth. So you have to be both. Sinai is nothing. Sinai is, uh, is just, uh, uh, like I said, a, a, a humility that destroys a person. It's the same time, you have to be a har and a sinai. You have to have a little, uh, you know, uh, uh, in your mind to know that the person is, uh, is value. But like the Mishnah says, Habibim Yisrael, the Jewish people are considered uh, very precious because they were created in the image of God. And it says, And now, yeah, but God told us that. So we'll know that we're created in the image of God. Why should God tell us that? we become gay now. Now we know we're like we're created in the image of God. On the contrary, God wants to know how special you are, how important you are. Okay, now, once you have a specialty and importance, now you have responsibility. Now you can't just do uh, anything you want. Do I still say every day, person has to remember he's a child of Avraham Yitzhak, that he comes from a phenomenal lineage, that he comes from a great pedigree. Oh, it's going to bring him Gava. No, that's supposed to bring him now to serve God. Because once he knows already how great he is and his lineage, how great he is and what they're expecting from him, therefore he has to, he has to do more. So at the same time, you have to be a Har and you have to be Sinai. You have to have that, which the holy books call it, Gava di Kedusha, the, the Gava of Kedusha, and uh, at the same time, the Anava. Comes the Gemara and continues. And that's why it says in the Mishnah Perkeavot, Moshe Kibel Torah, Messinai. The Mishnah, the first Mishnah Perkeavot, Rav Hida makes a, a, a point. It says, Moshe Kibel Torah, Messinai. She said, Moshe Kibel Torah, Al Sinai. Right? Moshe received the Torah on Sinai. He didn't get the Torah from Sinai. So explanation is, he received the Torah, Moshe Rabbein. Why did God choose Moshe? Because Moshe was like Sinai. Moshe learned the lesson from Sinai. He saw that God loves humility. Right? When Moshe Rabbeinu was uh, taking the Jewish people out of Egypt, when he met God at the Seneh, God said, when they take, when, a year from now, when the Jews come out of Egypt, they're going to come back to this mountain over here, right? this mountain over here, we're going to give the Torah. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, wow, God's choosing this mountain over here, must be he loves humility. So Moshe Rabbeinu adopted the trait of Anava. God said, because of that, you're the one to receive the Torah. So it says, Moshe Kibel Torah, you know why Moshe Rabbeinu became the receiver of Torah? Sinai, because he learned from Sinai. He learned the lesson from Sinai that what? God loves humility. Amar Abil Azar. Anybody that has Gasuta Ruach, that's uh, arrogance. He's worthy to uproot him like a Asherah. as a tree that they worship. But the Halakha says, not only do you cut the tree down, but you got to actually take the roots out from the ground. Ketiv it says over here, Verame hakoma gedurim. Verame hakoma, those that are high, people that lift themselves up, gedurim, what does that mean? Cut them down. Uchtiv and it says by the asherah, by the tree of Avodah Zarah, ba'asherim, tegadirun, that you have to cut the asherah itself. Ve'amar bil'azar, Anybody that has gasruah, yes, it's arrogance, it's haughtiness, and afaron ninar. Wow, his dust does not move. 
meaning when there's tihayat tibiti, when there's the resurrection of the dead, his dust remains still. It does not move. In afarun in emar, says the pasuk. Hakisu veraninu shochene afar. When it talks about tihayat tibiti, it says hakisu veraninu. Wake up and praise God. Shochene afar. Those that are shochen afar. What is shochen afar? Shochbe be'afar lo ne'emar. If it was talking about those that are sleeping in the ground, the dead people, it should have said shochebe, those that are resting, be'afar, in the afar. However, ela says shochene afar. Shochen afar means what? Mishna'asa shochen le'afar be'hayav. Those people that were neighbors to the afar in their lives, they're the ones that get up, which means the people that are low. Shekhin le'afar. He's low to the, to, to the ground. So those people that are shekhine afar, that are shekhinim, that are neighbors to the ground, which means they have a, a low spirit, so that's what it means. They're going to be akitsu v'raninu. They're going to uh, be resurrected. Right? As she says, mashpil atzmo le'afar. They lower themselves to the ground. Ve'amar bil azar. Kul adam sheyish bo gasutaruah shechinam yalelet alav. Anybody that has gasruah, God cries for that person. God is miyalel. God wails over that person. Shnei emar. It's like the pasuk says. Uh, this pasuk over here is in Tehilim. Kiram Hashem. God is very high. And he sees the humble men. And the uh, the big one, the tall one, the arrogant one. From far, God will wail. means will wail, will cry for him. Which means God sees the future of the arrogant man. And the future of the arrogant man is that he's going to be destroyed. And therefore, from now, God already wails on him because he knows his future. That's the way that she says, meaning days before his trouble is going to come on him, which God already knows what's going to happen to him. So already, from far, before the trouble comes on the Ge'er, God already is crying for him, which shows you that his, uh, his future is not good. Darash Rav Avira ve'etimar bil azar. The way of a Kadosh Baruch Hu is not like the way of mortal human beings of flesh and blood. Midat basar badam, the way of people of flesh and blood, gavoa roe eta gavoa, vehen gavoa roe eta shafil. The high people, they stay around the high people. That's who they, uh, you know, socialize with. That's who they stay around. You know, the, 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 the high, the haughty people, that's their, that's their group. They don't pay any attention to the people that are lower than them. <laughs> On the contrary. He's very high. He's gavoa. But who does he pay attention to? To the people that are very low. <laughs> yes, God is very high. However, the pasuk says as well, who does he see? He sees the people that are lower. 
Jews like Elimar Agul lowers himself to the uh, to the humble people. Not like in this world, the arrogant people. They, they don't look at the the, the, the humble, the, the people that are lower than them. They only want to look at the people that are higher than them or on their equal uh, status. Amar of Chazdav etibamur Ukba kol Adam sheishbo gasut aruach. Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu en ani vehu yecholim ladur ba'olam. Person that has arrogance, God says, me and the arrogant person, we can't live together in the world. And God isn't going anywhere. Shene'emar, <laughs> like the Pasuk says, like the Pasuk says in Tehilim, Meloshni Baseter Re'ehu, this is referring to somebody that talks Lashonara about their friend, Baseter in private. God says, Oto Atzmit. God says, that guy that talks Lashonara, I destroyed that man. What about the guy that's Geva'inaim? His eyes are very high. God says, I can't take that person. Which means, I cannot take it, which means we cannot live in the same world together. Don't only read it that him I cannot stand, but ito, with him, I cannot stand, I cannot uh, tolerate. There was once a story told of the fellow that came, a rabbi that came, to, that came to stay in a certain town. And when he got to the town, they told him, there's two houses you can stay by. One guy is a very, very uh, religious guy. He has a library in his house. The kashut is very good. Yeah, the only one thing is he's a little uh, a little arrogant. But besides that, he's very, 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 very good guy. So the rabbi says, and what's the other choice? The other choice is, there's Amaris. He doesn't know too much. I don't even know if the kashrut is, uh, is is good, if you can eat. I don't know what type of sefarim he has. Okay, but, uh, you know, he does have an extra bed, and he does have akhnasat urchim. So the rabbi, uh, to everybody shocked, says, I'll stay by the amal, I'll stay by the second guy. So what are you talking? How can you stay by him? We didn't even think it was an option to you. He said, God cannot live in the same world as the ge'eh. And we have an obligation to follow Bore Olam. So if God cannot live in the same world, I should live in the same house as the gay. God can't live in the same world as the Baal Gava. Therefore, I'd rather go to the humble guy, the Amal, even though he might have other deficiencies. But when it comes to staying next to a person, living with a person, God cannot live with the, does not want to live in the same world. Ika de Matila. Some learned this pasuk that we just quoted. Because the pasuk in the beginning was talking about was talking about people that Talk the story about their friends. Shnei emar minoshti besetr reu oto atzmit, and and the pasuk is also referring to those people God cannot tolerate as well. Amar of Alexandri, kol adam shiyes bogasut aruach. Anybody that has uh, exactly this geut, afilu ruach kimaa ocharto. Even a small wind is able to. Ocher him. Ocher literally means over here to, 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 to agitate him or to dirty him or to, to, to destroy him. Shene'emar, like the Pasuk says, nigrash, which means the Rishaim, which is referring to the arrogant people, like the waters, Nigrash. How did you explain Nigrash? They are driven. Okay, they are driven like the waters. What does it mean? What about a yam? How many riviyot that has so many riviyot of water? Hundreds and hundreds of gallons of water that are in the waters. And what happens? A little wind comes, what happens? 
it brings up all the mud from the bottom of the waters, and now it muddies the whole uh, the, the whole uh, um, uh, uh, the beach and the whole area over there. It brings up all the gar- a little water is able to churn up a lot of gallons of water and make all sorts of uh, trouble, right? Adam, <laughs> a human being, what does he have? To live, according to our tradition, you only have to have the minimum amount of blood is what? Rivi'it. She's a person can live with three and a half ounces of blood. That's already enough uh, to live with me. And what? Allah had kama vikama, all the more so a little wind will come. If, it can, if a wind can come and bring destruction to a little river, not a little river, a river that has a lot of gallons of water, kavahom, a little wind can come along and take a human being that only needs the one rivi'it of blood and turn him upside down. Which means he's very vulnerable to the midat ad-deen. Amar Rabhiyah. So the smallest shi'ur that the hakamim were able to come up with was an eighth of an eighth, which means one sixty-fourth. That was a, there was a measure that they used to call an ukhla. Ukhla was the smallest measure that they used to use in the old days, and that was 164. So they were looking for the smallest shiur. It's like, you would say like a, a gram or a milligram. Or, so they, they would say, hey, the lowest measure we had in those days, shimini shimini. Now why is there, I mean, I kind of have to have a little ga'ava. Because if he doesn't have a drop of ga'ava in him, then nobody's going to listen to him. He has to be able to rebuke people, he has to be able to stand up in front of people, to have a certain amount of uh, a stature. Otherwise what? They're not going to listen to him. They're not going to take him seriously. And therefore, the Rashi says in the first uh, wide line, That's right. You don't want the light-headed guys to mistreat the Tamir uh, Agam. So he has to have a little gava uh, drop just to, uh, to, to maintain the Anyam. That's what I say. Shemini uh, Shemini is one sixty fourth, right? One sixty fourth is good, but anything uh, uh, more than that, for example, one sixty third, which is more, that's already gas. Gas is sixty three. Give me a Sixty fourth is okay. Shemini Shemini, but less, more than that, no good. Then already you're in the gas section again, which is which is not good. The Gaon Nevilna said on this. That's the Maharsha speaks out. He speaks out that image. The Gaon the Vilna said on this something different. He said, every Tamil Akam has to have what's called Shiminit Shibishiminit. What does it mean, Shiminit Shibishiminit? It says the, uh, the eighth perasha in the Torah is Parashat Vayishlah. And the eighth Pasuk in Parashat Vayishlah is the Pasuk that says, Katonti Mikola Hasadim Mikola Emit. Where uh, Yaakov Abinu says that whatever I accomplished and whatever I did and whatever you did for me with all the miracles of my Lavan's house and things like that. I'm not worthy. So therefore, that's what it means. Tamir Acham, Shiminit Shibishiminit. He has to have the same Shittaz Yaakov Abinu, whatever Bore Olam Dad did for me and all that. Katonti, I'm not worthy of all the, of all the, of all the good. So therefore, Tzadim is to be like Yaakov Abinu. Others explain Shiminit Shibishiminit is referring to uh, the Tehilim, Kufiutet, uh, where that's written Bitmanya Ape. That's written, every uh, letter of the alphabet is written, eight pesukim. 
Correct? There's 176 uh, pesukim in that uh, chapter, 22 letters of the alphabet. Each one is written uh, eight uh, pesukim, right? So uh, in the het uh, section, one of the pesukim is Haver ani lechol asher I'm a friend of all those that fear God. And then we're saying, Tamir Hakam, he has to, he has to follow that the dictum of David Amelet. That what? His friends with all those that are uh, fearing of God. You're close to those. The people that are fearing God, keep away from them. Haver ani lechol asher yiri'ucha. That's shimini, shimini. You're following the rule of the Tamanya Apeh. In the letter Het, which is also eight. Okay, comes the Gemara continues. Amar Avuna. Uh, which means when a person has this good gava, the gava which causes the people to respect him and things like that, then the gava crowns him. It's a good thing. Like the head of a shibolet, like the beard, like that top part of the shibolet, we said that the bad gava is cut off like it. But when it's good, it's like the crown which makes it beautiful. Amarava. The person that has gava is b'shamata is in harem, and the person that doesn't have it should also be put in harem. Which means that's the balance again. Which means if you have too much, he deserves to be in muhami. Excommunicated. But if he doesn't have it when he's supposed to have it, also he should be b'shamata. So again, that's the delicate balance that we're talking about. That you need like that she says gasut purta. Right? Again, because a person needs to have a little gavat to rebuke people. Otherwise, they're not going to respect, yeah, who's this guy coming? But if a person has a certain stature, people get scared of him, so he's able to rebuke. It's not a gavat for kavod over here. It's a gavat for a purpose, in order that he should be successful in rebuking the people that they listen to him. Like the pastor, the Gemara says in a different place, that kohen gadol me'ehav. It says the kohen gadol. They say, what is gadol? Gadol be'osher. He was great in wealth. So the Gemara says, but let's say the kohen gadol wasn't wealthy. So it says, no, Gadleu Mishel Ehav. The Kohen becomes wealthy. For how does he become wealthy? Me'ehav. From his brothers. They have to make him wealthy. Why? Because the Kohen Gadol is a leader. And uh, unfortunately, the way the world is, if a person doesn't have uh, money, so what's going to happen? He's going to get up and give a rebuke. He's ah, what's this guy over here? He's a nothing. He's making uh, $50, uh, $50 a week. I, uh, I own him. And therefore, they won't listen to him. So it says, you got to get up there. Everybody knows, oh, he's a hashuv, he's a man has a stature. Now they'll listen. That's why Shedemua Melech, when he opens up his Sifr uh, Kohelet, uh, he says, Ani Kohelet ben David Melech Birushalayim. So everybody should know that Shedemua Melech had tremendous stature. He wasn't bragging. He said, first of all, Ani Kohelet. Some people, they only listen if uh, hundreds of people or thousands of people uh, attend uh, the, the person's uh, classes. So, oh, it must be very good because so many people attend. So uh, for the people that get impressed by numbers, any kohelet. I used to be makil kehilot. I used to speak in front of many kehilot. Some people, that doesn't impress them. They want to know his lineage. They only come to people that have, uh, you know, who's his father, who's his grandfather, what's his, uh, you know, his pedigree. Any kohelet ben David. Ben David, which means my father was the for those that uh, only got to, to somebody that has uh, you know the great Yehus, I'm Ben David. And then you have the other ones that are only interested in people that are men of stature and wealth. Melech Birushalayim. I was the king of Jerusalem. The king is wealthy. Jerusalem is uh, the capital of the world. 
So therefore, each one would fit in. But I guess he wasn't bragging. He was trying to use the, the berachot that God gave him to show the people that, well, I listened to him. And that's why he was uh, successful. Comes the Gemara and says, with all that, Hagavah's good. You need a drop of it. You need a smidgen of it, a tinge of it. Amar of Nachman bar Yitzchak, lo mina velo mixata. I don't want any of it. I don't want a lot of it. I don't even want a mixata. I don't want even a, a small amount. Mizutar, is it such a small thing? Dekhtiv be, what's written about the ga'ava? To'ava tashem kol geva lib. Anybody that's arrogant, God says he's abominable to me. So therefore, Rabbi Ahmad Bar Yitzchak says, don't take the risk. You're going to start with 164th and then a little more, then you're in the to'ava zone. Therefore, it's, I'm not interested. Don't even take a little number of it because you might take too much. You know, when they, they, read, they call midot, midot. Midot literally means measure. Why the midot called measure? Because just like a spice, spice is not good, it's not bad. It all depends on how much you use. If you use the right amount, it enhances the food. If you use too much or use too little, too little doesn't bring out the taste. Too much, it burns it, it destroys it. And therefore the same thing with midot, character traits, especially ga'ava. Uh, too much, you're ready to uh, Too little, maybe that can be effective. It's a sp- specific midah that a person has to calibrate exactly the right amount. So Rabbi Nachman says, very dangerous. You know what? No mina velo mixata. That's why the Mishnah Perkeavot says, me'od, me'od, heves, falruah. When it comes to the Anyan of Ga'ava, the Perkeavot says double. Me'od, me'od. It doesn't just say be very humble. It says me'od, me'od, be extremely humble. And the Gemara says, like the three humble people that were in the world. Who were the three humble people? The first humble person was uh, Avram Abinu. Avram Abinu said, afar Then you had uh, Moshe Abinu that said, ma. What are we? And then you had David Amelech that said, tola'at velo ish. I'm nothing. So the Mepharshim say, Me'od, me'od. Me'od Rashi Tevot, Moshe, Avraham, David. Me'od. You have to be very humble like who? Like me'od. Like the three humble people that were Shvalruah. Amar Haskiyah The person's prayers are not accepted. Unless he makes his heart soft like meat. Which means not like uh, he's not like uh, tough like a rock or strict like a rock like also in the end of the Gaava. His heart is soft. He has, let's say, he has a mercy, uh, a certain a softness of himself. The shtahavot is to come pray. Right? You, you, you bow down in prayer. But who comes to pray and his prayers are accepted? Anybody that his heart is uh, soft. Right? And that's, as opposed to the gasruah, his heart is tough, so he does, his prayer does not get answered. Amar bizirah. Basar ketiv ben. Now, what does it say by basar in the Torah? God forbid if a person has leprosy. So, one of the uh, signs that the leprosy is going to heal itself is if you start to see live flesh uh, grow next to the sarat. And what does it say over there? Vinirpa Adam. Which means, I'm sorry, vinirpa. By, by, by the word basar, it says in the Pasuk, vinirpa, he will be healed. Adam lo ketiv be. That she says, uh, look at the words that she basar keti be vinirpa u basar kiye bo be oro shehin. Right on the flesh, 
that has this shi'in, v'nirpa, he will be healed. That means he'll be answered. God answers his prayers. Adam ki ye be'or besaron negasarat, ukiti ye ba'adam, lo keti be'ad benayu v'nirpa, lefi darkecha atalamed, shimishu rach ve'anav ke basar, somebody that's soft and low like me, that's soft, karov letrapot mi yisurin. God will cure him from his yisurin, like it says, v'nirpa. Avan, mishu kashe ke adama. So it says Adam. Adam is like Adama. He's tough like the earth. That's strong. And refuah, the makato, there's no refuah. That's why when the Torah talks about the tzarat, any person that has the word Adam in it, it doesn't say v'nirpa. If a person wants to be tough like the Adama, there's no refuah. When it says basar in the pasuk, the next words are v'nirpa. The person is humble, has a healing. Comes again, what says... Amar of Yohanan. Now the Gemara wants to give us a little derashot uh, on the word Adam, which is human beings are called Adam. What does Adam stand for? So the first Shita says Efer Dam Mara. Efer is made out of dust. Dam is blood, and Mara is bile. That she says three lines from the bottom. Lama Shemu Adam. Why are we called Adam? Shu Efer. Thus, Dam and Marakil Omar, Kulo Hevel. He's all worthless. What are you becoming arrogant for? That she says, what is Mara? Marai, Lachluhit Mara, that's the body, La Yotzit, Mena Mirirut, Shibikere, comes out of the liver, Umitkabirit Ba'adam. Hakol Lefi, Achodashim, Vishinu Ya'itim. You know, it sometimes comes out more, sometimes it comes out less, depending on the weather, depending on the months. According to the food that he eats. Now what happens with his bile? causes him a lot of sickness, especially depression. Right? That's what they call it. Mara shechora. And then what is a person made out of? He's made out of afar, which is nothing. Dam. Also the different diseases that come from the, the blood. And the, the mirirut. That's the bile that comes out of him that causes him to be there. So he's so weak and so vulnerable. So what are you becoming a gay for? Look what you made out of. You made out of, of the, you know, of these uh, materials. And then it says basar. What does basar stand for? So the person goes basar badam, right? Busha siruha rima. Right? Busha, what is a person? He's a shame. Siruha is putrid. Rima. Rima is like the, uh, the worms that end up eating them uh, at the end. Ika de Amri, some want to say on the uh, Basar, see, their Siruha is really not a scene, but Samach and scene are interchangeable. So therefore, put the uh, Basar, Siruha. Ika de Amri, some want to say, no, the scene is actually interchangeable with the letter Sheen. Sheol, the Khtiv Because that's where his, his house ends up. Where does a person end up living at the end of his life? In the Sheol, in the grave. That becomes his permanent home. So therefore, Basar, Busha, Sheol, and what's in the Sheol? Rima. Rima is the worms and the maggots. Like the, the Mishnah Avot says, Merbe Basar, Merbe Rima. The more fat the person has, it's just more food for the uh, worms to eat. Amar Rav Asher. Kol Adam sheish bo gasutaruach lesof nifhat. Again, person has geut, God lowers him and he becomes a low person. As she says, V'na'asa pachot ba'anashim. He becomes the low people. How do we know that? Because the Pasuk says, Velas'et, Velasapachat. Which the Gemara is going to do this like this. Las'et, someone that is high, Lasapachat, he becomes low. 
He becomes an auxiliary. He becomes secondary. How do we know the word se'et is? Hi, people. So you see the high mounds are called nesu'ot. So that's las'et. Then sapachat, the word sapachat, ela tefila is somebody that is secondary. Shneemar, sapachenina, elachat, keunot, neechol, pat, lechem. This is referring to over here the family of Eli that was cursed. So the curse was that their children are going to have to beg for bread. They're going to become like secondary to the Kohanim. They're going to be lowered. So therefore you see, velaset, velasapachat. So that's high, sapachat becomes. Secondary, they're going to become dependent on others. They're going to become needy. Amar Yoshua ben Levi. Now we go on the positive side. Boure, kama gedolim nemuche arua on the front of Kadosh Baruch Hu. How great are the humble people in front of Kadosh Baruch Hu? Shebehat, shebeshat, shebet amidash kayam. Adam makriv ola. The person wants to bring a korban ola. Schar ola biyado. He gets credit for bringing korban ola. Minha. What's bringing minha? A meal offering. Schar minha biyado. If somebody that says humble, that uh, is mine, his, his attitude is humble. God says, if you brought all the sacrifices, it doesn't say zevah Elohim. It says zivheh, which is the humble person as if he brought all the sacrifices in one shot. His tefillah is not despised. Elohim not tibzeh. Elohim not tibzeh, the Mephashim say. Elohim, even if he's not worthy, which is even if it's midatadim, even if, let's say, uh, the person is not worthy, according to the law, to have his prayers answered. Even though it's Elohim, not tibzeh. The humility is able to give the person an ability to stifilot to be answered. Anybody that evaluates his ways, he's constantly making hajbon and nefesh. He calculates the effort that it takes him to do a mitzvah, or the hefsed uh, mitzvah, the loss that he's going to incur by doing a mitzvah, compared to the reward that he's going to get. Or the reward that he's going to get by doing the avera keneged hefseda, according to the laws, he's always calculating, you know, the uh, the reward and the uh, punishment. Mm-hmm. Jeez, a person has to spend money, let's say, to do a or uh, hefsed mitzvah. A person has to be shomer shabbat. Hefsed, he loses all that money by keeping shabbat. But he calculates if said mitzvah, the loss of the mitzvah keneged sechara. But look at the reward I'm going to get because of it. So it may be worth to give up a couple of thousand dollars. But look at the reward in Allah Abba. And the opposite. A person commits an avera, he has a pleasure. Maybe steals some money and things like that. So it's schar avera. But keneged if What's the downside? For that couple of dollars you stole, we'll look at the punishment. So anybody that lives life like that, he's constantly sham or chotav. He's constantly evaluating his ways. He's going to be zokheh. When Mashiach comes, he's going to be around for the salvation. Why? For the obvious reasons. The major sadiq. He's going to be so khair to the Geulah. Shne'emar. Vesam derech. Ad ennu beyesha Elohim. Ad tekrev vesam ela vesham derech. Anybody that is sham evaluates his ways. Ad ennu beyesha Elohim. Okay. Now we go back to uh, the Mishnah that we started with on Dafbit. We go back to the subject of Kinui. 
What is kinui? Where the person has to warn his wife. Now, we understood kinui to mean what? Do not be secluded with so-and-so. But that's not what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said, Ketzad mekaneh la. How do you make kinui? So then the Mishnah said, if a husband tells his wife, Al tidabiri imish peloni. Right? Don't talk to such and such a guy. And she was caught talking with him. It's nothing. She's permissible for her husband. She can eat terumah. So the Gemara is going to ask a question. Well, make up your mind. You give me a case of what's kinui, and then give me an example where that's not kinui. So the Gemara says, Hagufa Gashia. Amart, you said, Amart la bifneshnaim. Al tedaberi im ishploni ze alma dibur stirahu. Well, from that's the example that you gave. That sounds like speaking. Don't speak sounds like that's considered stirah. Because that was the Gemara's uh, Mishnah's example. However, Tani, then the Mishnah says what? The Bera'imo. And let's say she went and spoke to the guy. Adayin muteret lebeta. She's still permissible. Muteret echod betruma. Alma dibur la kelum. It's master that dibur is not considered anything. So make up your mind. The Gemara says, who? Diburu. Amar Hachi ka'amar. This is what the Mishnah means to say. Al tidabiri. If the guy told his wife, don't speak, vidibira, and she spoke, or, al tidabiri, vinistira, or don't speak, and she ended up being secluded, or, al tistiri, or don't seclude, vidibira, in all those three cases, adayin muteret lebeta, umuteret lechol betruma, nichnesa imo lebeta seter veshahata kedetumam asura lebeta vasura lechol betura, which means the only case that she's going to be forbidden is when the husband says al tisteri, don't be secluded, and she was secluded. So how do you read the Mishnah? So look at the Rashi. Amar abaye hachi kamar. Amar la when it says kesad mekanela, right? How do you make kinui? Then it says, Amar la, it's giving you the cases that are not kinui and are kinui. So don't, don't think that the case that follows Kesad Mekanela is a case of kinui. On the contrary, that's the side that's telling you it's not a kinui. And then the, the, she speaks out. Amar la, la pirusha de Kesad Mekanela, elatati ketani, vachi kamar. Amar la al tedaberi, vinistera, o debera, afapish avrat kinui. Even though he, she went against his warning, Let's say she spoke to the guy after a good warning of don't be secluded. It's also not, not enough. She's too permissible to the husband. Then already she's forbidden. So for stira, the Mishnah is giving you the two sides. If it's, you, you can't go one for two. You can't have dibur. Followed by a dibur, or a dibur followed by a stira, or a stira followed by a dibur. It has to be altisteri, don't be secluded, and she was secluded with that. So then already the sota process continues. Comes the Gemara and says, What do we say? That if, let's say, um, the lady was a sota, right, she has to go to Betrodesh to drink uh, the waters. In the interim, her husband died. And the husband had a brother, they didn't have any children. So therefore, technically she falls to Yibum. So the deen is, no, no, no. No Yibum in this case. Let her just make a Halitza. So the Gebarah says, Amai, titiabibna me Yibum. What do you mean? Let her make Yibum. What, 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 why shouldn't she be able to make Yibum? Amar of Yosef, Amar Kira, V'yatsi'am b'beto, 
ועליך ויתה לאיש אחר. לאיש אחר ולא ליבם. It's talking about a case where, let's say, a lady, a husband divorced her because matzaba ervat davar. He found out she was doing things uh, not proper, a little immorality. So what does the pasuk say? It says, he gives her a divorce, and the pasuk also says, Sometimes, not a divorce, but sometimes, let's say, um, uh, the husband will die. And it's two ways of releasing the, the wife, either through a divorce or death. In either way, it says, She can only marry somebody else. Somebody else as opposed to the representative of the husband. The Yavam is really like the Shalia of the husband. He's taking the place of the husband, correct? So therefore, when the Pasuk says, when there's Arayot and things like that, and there's a divorce or death, because the Pasuk is talking about both things over there. is talking about not only when she's going out because of divorce, but also if the husband died, Lishahir. So therefore, no Yibum, because the, the, the Yavam is not considered Ishahir. And this lady over here also, there was immorality taking place over here. She was secluded with a guy that the husband won. He died subsequently. Ishahir, you can only go to a foreign guy, don't go to the Yavam. So the Gabbara asked the obvious question. Amar de Abayeh, So what does she even need Halitza for? Which means, if there's no Yibum, she's not there's no connection. If there's no connection, what do you got to break it for? Which means, if the husband was alive, wouldn't he have to give his wife a get, even though she committed this Inyan of Sultah? So therefore, now that he's not alive, so you got to get a get from the, uh, from the Yabam. What's the get to Yabam? Halitza. Which means, you're right, the Yabam is going to be worse than the husband. Just like the husband, if they if they were still alive, he can't just walk away and say, "Okay, you 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 were committed a sota, I'm, I'm I'm out of here." He walks away. No, you got to break it halakhically. How do you break it? What again? So therefore, so you have to break the yabam. He died now, so they got to give the get to. You got to break it to. How do you break it to the yabam? You give a halitza.